Hello, how are you? I know, it's so good to see you right now. You look great. Don't let anybody tell you different, okay? Okay, because you do. You look great. I mean that. So yesterday, I failed to mention that it was International Chess Day. For those of you listening live, today is the 21st of July, 2021. So the 20th of July is International Chess Day. And I forgot to recognize that. So just want to let you know that if you didn't celebrate yesterday, you should celebrate today. I don't know. Maybe make a chess piece or get a chess game and learn how to play if you don't know how to play. I mean, it's one of the oldest games. It was uh, originally named Chaturanga. I know, I know. It was named and in, invented in India in the 5th century. Now, I'm not part of, I am not a, a member of the World Chess Federation. Although, I mean, I should be. I should have at least an honorary membership to the World Chess Federation. But uh, this is the 97th anniversary of uh, International Chess Day. So uh, go out and play some chess and have some fun. Or better yet, if you don't have any way to play chess or set up that chess board with, you know, you know what the chess board looks like, right? 64 squares, eight squares on each side, 16 pieces, eight pawns, two knights, two bishops, two rooks, one queen, one king. You could, uh, and remember, it's also based on, uh, um, Jeez, I just thought of this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a racist game because white always makes the first move. Now, the thing is, is that in chess pieces, it's the lighter color that always makes the first move. So I guess that is racism. Anyway, uh, you can watch a chess movie. Maybe watch uh, one of the best chess movies is uh, Searching for Bobby Fischer. I love that movie. And, uh, I, I mean, there's so many quotes in that movie that I quote throughout my life, but, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, in that movie is don't move until you see it. Don't move until you see it. It's there. Don't move until you see it. And, uh, so anyway, just enjoy that movie. It's about Josh Waitzkin. I've never talked to Josh. I would love to talk to Josh Waitzkin. I reached out to him once, uh, through his website and uh, I never received an answer. I didn't get anything back from Josh. He didn't even, the website didn't even email me back saying, hey, fat man, no, I don't want to talk to you. So anyway, well, perhaps he didn't receive the email. But I'd love to talk to Josh Waiskin. And of course, you could watch um, The uh, Queen's Gambit, which isn't a movie, but it is a, you know, a mini series on Netflix, which was really good and that's about chess as well and you think a movie about chess how can that be good but if you like chess and i do i love chess and you want to have a movie that uh, is enjoyable about the game that you love uh searching for bobby fisher and queen's gambit the series on netflix is well worth the watch so hey <laughs> you know what i'm saying happy international chess day <laughs> Checkmate. Another quote from Searching for Bobby Fisher. There it is. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So I was reading where.
Maine, the state of Maine, is looking to strengthen the rights of their residents by passing this LD95. It's the Maine Food Sovereignty Act. And it goes on to say that it will include, uh, be a part of the Constitution, and it uh, wants individuals knowing that they have a natural, inherent, and unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, bodily health, and well-being. And I was thinking, well, that's why people in Maine and wherever you live should go to fastgrowingtrees.com. It's the world's largest online nursery. There's uh, no more waiting lines, messy cars, digging through whatever the big box store has. Fastgrowingtrees.com will help you choose from thousands of varieties of trees and shrubs and plants, but also fruit trees. I was actually there with my daughter looking at uh, fruit trees. She's got it in her head. She wants to uh, plant some, uh, have some fruit trees, which I'm not opposed to. I love fruit. So we went to uh, fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy, and we were looking around the fruit trees, which is what people in Maine and what you should do if you want to actually grow food and have a nice-looking tree or shrub in your yard. Now, you can just plant the shrubs out front from fastgrowingtrees.com, or you can personalize your porch or personalize your house with some indoor growing plants. But if you wanted to grow some fruit trees and actually have some food, uh, go to the fruit tree selection and they'll tell you what will grow in your area. And then you can, it'll be direct to your home. There's no better way to buy trees and shrubs, plants, any, there's no better way. Uh, fastgrowingtrees.com and they send it right to your home. Plus 30 day alive and thrive guarantee means your plants will arrive happy, healthy, and ready for planting. Now, according to this, uh, my copy here says, now through July 31st, go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy and get 15% off. But I will tell you, I was there just last night. I went to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy, and it says... At the homepage, use code Jeffy at checkout and get your 15% off. But it says, hurry, the sale ends August 31st. So, you got an extra month. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. You got an extra month. So, you've got 15% off fast growing trees slash Jeffy. We'll get you 15% off through August 31st. Now, it's not forever, so you need to, you know, make a decision and get going on it. But if you want to get those trees, shrubs, plants, or even those fruit trees where you get some fruit and you can actually have some food to eat from your yard as well, uh, go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy. We'll get you 15% off. 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy yeah that's right i know I, I and it's so i i love the fact that it comes right to the house i just love that fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy now through august 31st shh don't tell anybody i mean go ahead and tell people but just pretend like you're not going to tell anybody now through august 31st fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy gets you 15 percent off 
15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy. Fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy. Okay, what is going on with our priests and our preachers? I mean, just a little bit. I know that I joke around about them all the time, but now I got a couple in the news that, you know, there's two. And (laughs) I know that it's, uh, you know, it's only two. But so I asked the question, what is going on with our preachers and priests? Okay, so we have the former general secretary of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, the USCCB, who resigned uh, this week shortly before a report allegedly linking him to hookup apps and to stay at a gay bathhouse in Las Vegas. Now, uh, apparently, the pillar found that the mobile device correlated to Monsignor Jeffrey Burrell's allegedly emitted signals they were using a commercially available records of app signal data. <laughs> so the Monsignor emitted signals in 2018, 19, and 20 from Grinder, which is the largest and most popular gay hookup app in the world, on almost a daily basis. Now, I will say, could he have been emitting signals and looking at Grinder and not acting on it? Sure. I mean, there's plenty of apps that I, you know, maybe log on to and, you know, you, I would be emitting a signal, but it doesn't mean that I was, you know, saying, okay, (laughs) I agree with everything on this app, uh, like Twitter, uh, for one. Oh, that's not grinder, Jeff. Okay. If you say so, but, uh, the signals came from his offices and his residence and from different meetings and events. Wow, this guy was uh, emitting signals all over the place. Now, they didn't find any evidence that he was in contact with minors. Thank you. Uh, this was all, you know, adults. However, he is the, uh, you know, highest, uh, you know, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. I mean, he's next in line to be a cardinal. I think that's right. And if you're... If you're there, then you're, the next one you want to be is a cardinal. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, he, he, this news started breaking, and he decided that he needed to uh, resign on these impending media reports. Okay. So, I mean, it's just incredible. So their analysis also showed that uh, the priest device was uh, visiting both gay bars and private homes using the hookup app. While he was traveling on USCCB business and, you know, personal. And it also uh, said that he was, his signal was emitting. (laughs) Engaging in serial and illicit sexual activity, even at the time when he was meeting with the Pope. Wow. And he played a central role in a lot of the... uh, a lot of the discussions on the sexual abuse activity in the church too, which, you know, okay, I get it. That's different than what he's doing. I'll give you that. Okay. Please. You got to give him that. That's the sexual abuse allegations and also the abuses that are actually founded uh, and found guilty. Now that's different than hooking up on grinder. 
But he also went to uh, this gay bathhouse <laughs> entourage uh, while he was in Vegas in 2018, too. I guess his mobile device was emitting signals from there, too. Wow. So, I mean, this guy is he's done for now. Uh, he's not, you know, he's a bad guy as far as priests go. Because uh, that's not supposed to be happening, but he isn't your run-of-the-mill child molester priest. He's just a uh, he's just having a little sexual fun, whatever. Just logging into Grinder and trying to hook up a little bit. And so it got me thinking. And then I remember a story that I just read about, and I was well, I wasn't. It was just a stupid story that I was reading about uh, a major league baseball player, uh, Zobrist or Zobrist, Ben Zobrist. His uh, He's going through a big divorce, and his wife is seeking $4 million. And uh, their fight is, uh, you know, he retired from baseball, um, I think, in 2019, maybe 20. Anyway, um, and they figure he's made about $78.3 million in his 13-year career, which isn't bad. And, you know, so I don't know how much he has left of that, but you got to figure he's got some left. But the wife um, was seeing the preacher man that they were going to. Oh, okay. So uh, apparently, according to the divorce proceedings, um, her affair with the former Tennessee pastor, Byron Yawn, caused the outfielder extreme and mental distress. Did it? Did it? Okay. And apparently this is why uh, she was uh, coaxed him into returning to baseball, I guess, because she was sleeping with the preacher man. So, okay, I, I guess we'll, okay. So, so anyway, uh, Zobrist claims that the wife and Jan, the preacher man, were ha- was having an affair when he was the pastor at their community Bible church in Nashville And also that the preacher man served as the couple's pre- and post-marital counselor. And the wife, Juliana, started talking to him more in 2018 and then uh, turned into uh, preacher man business going on uh, with the wife. So I guess Jan's wife, the preacher man's wife, found prepaid phones that the two were using to contact each other. <laughs> so it's not funny. Stop laughing. This is a couple's two couples' lives torn apart over business. But uh so she finds the two the preacher man's wife finds the prepaid phones that they were using. All right. So according to the story, then she tells Zobrist about the affair. Wow. Now, initially, believing that they this was just an emotional relationship. That's all. They were just, uh, he, she just had to talk and she needed someone to talk. So she was contacting Yon and, you know, it was really taking up his time. But then, uh, yeah, no, uh, it wasn't just an emotional relationship. Uh, it, all right, it was a sexual relationship. She finally admitted it. <laughs> Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, just incredible. That's all. It's just incredible. She wants 
she wants uh, four million, and Zobrist is suing the preacher man for six million in a separate case that uh, is alleging intentional inflection of emotional distress and defrauding his charity. Wow. Okay, now that's separate from the divorce, but he's going after he's going after him because of his business with the wife. <laughs> Oh man, because he was apparently he was receiving monthly checks from the nonprofit that Zobrist founded, and he was getting that after he was fired as executive director. So he was fired as executive director, and he was still getting paid. So he wants he wants that money back too. Wow, this is just incredible. So you got the preacher man, or maybe even the ex preacher man from Nashville, that marriage and his livelihood shot. Uh, Zobrist marriage shot and, you know, possibly livelihood gone. You got the preacher man, you got the priest, uh, his life and whatever other life. If he was just, you know, hooking up with people on Grindr, okay. Uh, you know, he's not supposed to be doing that and he's setting a terrible example and he should resign, but that is not doing, I mean, it's doing him harm with the big guy, uh, because you're not supposed to be doing that. And it's, you know, ruining the reputation uh, worse than it already is with the church. But he wasn't, you know, he wasn't doing anything illegal. I don't think it was just going, you know, he wasn't doing anything. We'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. Let's go to the break room. It's okay. You can get in trouble with stuff. (laughs) As long as you're not doing anything illegal. Right? Yeah, you can quote me on that. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. (sighs) I don't know if I've told you before, but that is good. So I see where Harvey Weinstein has been extradited to Los Angeles. Wow, he was trying to keep that from happening, but he has been extradited to Los Angeles where he's going to face 11 new charges pertaining to sexual assault. Now, remember, he was being held in New York prison and he's charged here with four counts of rape, four counts of forcible oral copulation, two counts of sexual battery by restraint, and one count of sexual penetration by use of force. Charges uh, that are stemming from five female accusers in Los Angeles. That's, you know, what's being reported. So he was uh, handed over to the appropriate officials uh, for transport to the state of California. I don't know what kind of private jet they put him on. I don't know what kind of private bus he's riding. I'm sure Harvey is not riding cross country in a bus. So I'm not sure what type of... uh, what type of a plane he hopped on to head to California, but he is remanded to the custody for purposes of expediting his return to the demanding state, which is California. So there you go. Have a nice day. He was already doing 23 years in New York state prison. Um, that's not enough though. You got to kick that man while he is down now he has um he's pled not guilty he said it was all consensual but if he's convicted of the 11 california charges he could face 
up to 140 years behind bars. And believe me, California wants nothing less than that. (laughs) That is for sure. Well, they would love to say that they put Harvey Weinstein away for 140 years. And that nasty New York only put him away for 23 years. What kind of state is New York when we put this dirt bag away for 140 years? They would love that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens and what's allowed and what's actually true and what isn't once we get into the meat of the old Harvey Weinstein case. You know, there was an actor, this Isaiah, Stro- Isaiah Stokes. I'm not sure. You'd know him if you saw him. He was, you know, he's been in Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, Blue Bloods. He's been in a number of television shows. Yes, he's an African-American uh, actor. And he's been, had these roles. Well, he was just indicted for murder uh, in Jamaica, Queens. Um, uh, according to uh, the uh, indictment, he's accused of unloading nearly 11 shots during his brazen afternoon shooting. So apparently he was, uh, you know, he's accused of shooting this Tyrone Jones while uh, he was sitting in his car in Jamaica, Queens. So we'll see what happens with that case. But I wonder if, uh, you know, now I got to go back and, you know, check out the roles that uh isaiah was in according to his biography uh and he's a a rapper a musician he went to delaware state university and he is also according to this the ceo of fonty records it's i don't know how many performers he has on the fonty record label but he is the ceo of it according to this and it talks about the shows that he was in apparently he's going to be in season six of the TV series on Stars Network, Power. He also has appeared in Boardwalk Empire, which was great on HBO. Uh, tremendous, tremendous series. Uh, he's been on Law & Order SVU. We talked about that. He's been... <laughs> he's been in uh, Boy Wonder, Kill a Season, 50 Cent's movie, Get Rich or Die Trying. One of the main characters in City Teacher, featuring Alicia Keys. So, I mean, he's been busy. And uh, if you saw a picture of him, uh, Isaiah Stokes, you would know exactly who he is. Anyway, he's been indicted for murder. And let's hope it's not true, but it appears that uh, it actually is. Congratulations uh, is in order as well to Prince Harry. We haven't talked about the royals in a while. I have kind of let them go because they've kind of annoyed me, especially after the whole uh incident with princess diana statue and the way harry uh took went there and you know just hit out he was quarantined i know but you know then he showed up for the unveiling and then just left and it was just that's and i don't you know i I don't know who i I don't know who i'm more mad at the regular royals or the wannabe royals the not wannabe royals anymore of harry and megan i mean megan has just ripped him apart but anyway congratulations to harry he just just signed a deal for his memoirs with uh random house penguin random house um they're gonna give him 20 million dollars up front (laughs) oh it's so nice 
I guess he's been writing his memoir for the past year. In the story I read, that talked about him writing his $20 million memoir in secret. And now he's sold it to Penguin Random House. Well, okay. So now he said that he was going to donate the proceeds to charity. He was going to donate the proceeds to charity. The signing bonus, I don't think, has anything to do with that. Right? I think the $20 million goes in the deep pocket. Right? That pays for the chicken pen for the kid, Archie and the daughter. That's paying for the yard work to keep up at the house. <laughs> uh, there's no way you donate. Maybe you will. I mean, who knows? I mean, they've... You know, they've making enough money now. He's got a ghostwriter who's reportedly going to get a million bucks in advance. And this is the same group that has the, uh, you know, Michelle and Barack book deal. And uh, I do like that uh, Michelle's book becoming sold 725,000 copies on the first day. And then it talks about this story uh, as uh, oh, Barack's book sold. 800,000 copies on the first day, which, you know, obviously puts him ahead of her and he loves that and she absolutely hates that. But that's still pretty good. We'll see if Harry's book can hit that mark. I don't think so. Although, you got to believe for 20 million uh, plus whatever else he's going to get, you know, the other proceeds that's going to go to charity, um, you got to believe that he is going to want to put something in there that's. Uh, that's out of their mind right he's gonna have to he's gonna have to put stuff in there that people want to read and they're not gonna read about well it was just another beautiful day under the sun at the castle no way he's got to talk about the inside fighting so we'll see uh you know and megan just had the deal with the kid book the children's division of random house for her her book the bench remember we read that that's always a beautiful cute little bit between uh, you know, Harry and Archie all alone on the bench. So, I mean, got that to look forward to. Got that to look forward to. Be interesting. To, I also want to know if the $20 million is part of the proceeds. But since it's not even out, it's not the proceeds. <laughs> right? I mean, that's just, that's just, well, that was for me to write the book. That had nothing to do with the proceeds of this book. Well, the sales is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, Harry, no problem. You, you go ahead and keep that $20 million then. Megan will make it right for you. Don't you worry about it. And did you see, oh, this is, you know, we've been talked. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR and Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. But I, and Facebook has been under fire for, uh, you know, their deals with, uh, you know, this administration and canceling people. And uh, we can, that's a whole other story. But we've also talked about how they are busy, you know, their algorithms are, and Twitter does this all the time. Uh, you know, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah, it was an algorithm. Then we had people look at it. Then you're not, uh, you're not, you know, you're fine. You're not canceled. Well, there's a Facebook group on gardening in Western New York, and they've been shut down due to the algorithm because they talk about woolly bugs, um, and they also talk about uh, the word ho h-o-e and so the algorithms flag the words as violating community standards and so okay 
you know, they also refer to it gets spelled uh, without an E, but you know, they're talking about a garden tool. So the automat the automated system, the algorithm flags the post of any material and then uh you know but what's worse with that is that it violates the rules and the entire group could get shut down because you only get so many times flagging posts so their group moderator and moderators are worried about this and she said it was uh, really hard to get a hold of facebook she was really you know she was really worried about it she said that uh she got a you know one was deleted when the group member commented push pull ho (laughs) i love it and uh your most loved and indispensable weeding tool and so facebook you know obviously they said here that they both they have human moderators and artificial intelligence to root out material that goes against its rules heaven forbid you let anybody just say what they want to say. I, I just, uh, it's just incredible to me. This is what happens when you start moderating speech. Okay. This is what happens when you start moderating that speech. I know. I know. Now, Facebook, she said it was really difficult to get a hold of them. Um, and they find, because you're emailing and you're finding, but uh, Facebook said in an email, to uh to the associated press that they the company oh we found it we corrected it uh, we're sorry and look we've put an extra little check mark in place meaning that an actual person will check offending posts before the group is considered for deletion now they didn't respond to whether they're having problems with other gardening groups but i bet they are uh i'm sure that they are and they also facebook this is also facebook we have plans to build out better customer support for our products and to provide the public with even more information about our policies and how we enforce them facebook has said that hey this is what we do and we're trying to we're trying to take care of it as best we can oh oh okay um no problem i wouldn't want you to you know have to worry about the gardening group and their possible violence and incitement unless they have the fbi involved in their gardening group which is possible then they might be inciting some kind of violence that's a whole other story just know that if i've been doing pat unleashed all week tomorrow on pat unleashed you're listening live today is uh the 21st of july 2021 uh tomorrow on the 22nd we're going to do a quick rundown of what the fbi has been up to here in the united states and it's not really good at all also some of the offending comments <laughs> that they're getting, that the gardening groups are getting uh are getting uh, blackballed on i'm sorry getting flagged for uh kill them all drown them in soapy water Japanese beetles are jerks. <laughs> that is awesome. I want to become part of the gardening group now and just to say, oh man, those gardening hoes, I'm so sick of them. Kill them all. And I didn't know if I had a push or a pull hoe. So I, that's just terrible. Terrible. And thank you, Facebook, for at least putting a little check mark 
on there so that you have a real human being take over. So you realize that when someone's talking about the push-pull hoe or kill them all or drown them in soapy water, they're talking about some offensive weed and not a human. Duh. Let's talk a little bit of the Olympics. As far as I know, my prediction has not come true yet. It is, again, uh, I think this is, uh, I may have already told you this uh, in this show. Uh, It is uh, the 21st of July, 2021. So officially, the Olympics are supposed to start on Friday, opening ceremonies on the 23rd. And they've already left open the possibility that it could be canceled at the last minute. Um, but, I, you know, they're already starting to play some of the games. And, uh, you know, so probably not. But I, I still am going to stay by my prediction that it's going to be canceled and it's going to be canceled today. So it still could happen. When a, when a team shows up and tests positive, uh, the entire team, they will cancel it because it's on fire. They're still, uh, you know, protesting and everything with it. So it's it's soon to be. But there's still all kinds of stories wrapped around the Olympics. I'd like to play the opening theme for you. But the composer, who was, uh, he's 52 years old, and he was the, you know, the Olympic composer. He's resigned because in the 90s, uh, he tormented, tormented disabled kids, including making one of them eat feces. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. This guy is, uh, well, he was a dirtbag. Okay. He said in the 90s, apparently in an interview in one of Japanese magazines, he said that he forced a mentally disabled boy to eat his own feces and masturbate in front of other students. Wow, what a dirt bag. And he, you know, he said in this story that they, the reflections were not looked back on regretfully, but instead were seen as funny childhood moments. <laughs> you remember when we when we had the <laughs> had the disabled kid eat his poop? And masturbate. Remember how funny that was? What a dirt bag. So now that this has come out and he's faced, uh, you know, backlash, the Olympics originally said, oh, yeah, you know, he's apologized for it and he's, he's shown remorse. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, now he's submitted his resignation. And. The Olympics have said, you know what? Yes, his actions were absolutely unacceptable. And uh, we acknowledge, you know, our decision earlier to let him stay on was <laughs> was wrong. And in the light of this and his apology, he's got to go. So have a nice day. We, we're sorry for the offense and the confusion caused with so many during this time. And sure, he was a, he was a dirt bag then. By making the, you know, <laughs> the handicapped kid, the mentally disabled kid, eat his own poop <laughs> and masturbate in front of him. And they just laughed and thought it was a good time. But uh, uh, since he's sorry now, uh, now nah, we can't help you. Have a nice day. Take care. Wow. 
What a bunch of dirtbags. Then there's a story about the coach, the rowing coach in California for the our Olympic team, that uh, he's got players all wound up because he hollers at them. And he's mean to them. And he really, really makes people uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. Um, Poland sent their swimmers to the Olympics already. And when they got there, they um, said, yeah, you uh, you guys are only supposed to have 17 swimmers here, and there's 23 of you, so uh, some of you got to go. Have a nice day. Yeah, uh, we don't care uh, which ones. Well, actually, we do. But get out of here because there's 23 swimmers, and you only, you only get 17. That's it. Those are the qualifying those are the qualifying rules. So, have a nice day. You know what? It was huh, uh we're sorry. Uh the Polish the administrator from Poland said, "Oh man, that was an administrative error." Man, we are so sorry and man, you know, he said I express great regret and sadness and bitterness about the situation related to the qualification of the swimmers for the Olympic Games in Tokyo. Do ya? Uh, it's just incredible. So the players and the swimmers are actually a little upset. And I will say this, uh, a little over the top. I mean, they got to go on a trip anyway, right? They just didn't get to perform. And imagine dedicating five years of your life and striving for another start at the most important sporting event. Well, I know. you get, Giving up your private life and your work. Well, that's true. That is totally true. But what sucks is that you were told that you could go and participate in the Olympics, but really, eh, you were just told later than you probably would have should have been back at home, right? So uh, apparently, in 2016, Poland had 20 swimmers, and then in 2012 they had 19. So this year they only get 17, not 23. What would make them think they get 23? That's it's a weird difference in the amount of swimmers that gets to go i mean somebody just didn't want to say no to these people right it's got to be that somebody doesn't want to say no um then we got uh, the norwegian handball team that uh, got into uh, a big fight because they were wearing uh shorts i know and uh <laughs> as much as i mean in real life i in real life they should be able to wear the shorts. I mean, just whatever. That's fine. But part of the deal is that they're not. If you're going to be part of the beach handball team, you have to wear bikini bottoms, and that's the deal. So the team got fined seventeen hundred dollars for it. The organizer said, "Hey, they that's in proper clothing." Uh, sure, there's going to be all look. There's all going to be all kinds of critics, and including you know Norway's government, and they're calling for their. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, the requirement for bikini bottoms. That's sexist and ridiculous. That may be. But it is the rules. And you knew the rules going in to the uh, to the ever-popular beach handball games. Because why do you want to watch the female beach handball games? You don't want those women to wear shorts while they're doing it, okay? And I know the males get to wear long shorts and tanks. That's not the point. <laughs> I mean, I know it's sexist and ridiculous, but 
That's the rules. So change the rules. But you knew the rules going in. So if you if you know the rules going in, you got to follow the rules or you get fined. Now the double Paralympic world champ Olivia Breen said she was left speechless when an official at the English Championships, he's going to complain about the English Championships now, criticized her sprinting shorts. And this time they were saying that they were too short and inappropriate. And they're saying, this is the 21st century. Women could wear whatever they damn well please. Well, yes, they can on their own time, Olivia. But when you're on the Olympic time and the Olympic rules, you got to wear what they want you to wear. And, you know, I'm not opposed to you changing the rules. But right now, put your bikinis on and get out there and play beach handball. That's what we want to watch. And that's what is going to happen. Okay. You got that? And I see where the women's soccer team, and this is darn the luck. Man, oh man, oh man, am I sad about this. I don't want to be sad about Americans losing. I don't want to be. I mean, I want to, I, no, I got to change that. I want to be sad about Americans losing. I don't want to be happy. But when Megan Rapino, Rapino, or whatever the hell her name is, I know your name, Megan, I'm just teasing. Um, they lost. Big loss to Sweden. Three to nothing. Wow. Now, they had a 44 unbeaten record. 44 games. I'm sorry. They call them matches. 44 matches unbeaten. And they got beat. Oh, three to zip. I know. I mean, they're number one team. They've won four gold medals. They won the World Cup. They're trying to be the first team to win the Olympic gold after winning a World Cup. It's looking like that's not going to happen. Uh, I know it's only one game, but uh, oof, not really going to happen. And uh, Megan said that, uh, did we expect this result tonight? No, it's frustrating. And it's frustrating that it's Sweden. Yeah, no kidding. I guess Sweden has been their big nemesis over the recent years. Uh, they tied them um, back in Stockholm which in 2019 and that's when they lost to France for the World Cup but Sweden tied them which uh, snapped their winning streak so um, you know they I don't want to be happy when Americans lose however when I see that uh, this particular game you and the headline is U.S. women's soccer team and other squads kneel in protest before Olympic matches. Oh, really? Is that what happened? Yeah, U.S. and Sweden teams took a knee before their match. I don't give a crap about Sweden and if they take a knee or not, but I do care if the United States takes a knee. To kneel in protest of what? You being at the Olympics? You traveling across the world first class to play in a game? That's what you're going to protest? Pisses me off. So it's no real shame to me that they got their ass kicked three to nothing. Take that, Megan. Really, really, really frustrating. And uh, I'll I'll stop now. I'll stop because it's gonna, I'm going to get myself all wound up and mad. And <laughs> I don't really want to do that. But, uh, you know, we'll talk. If the games do happen, we'll talk about some of the athletes to watch. 
but it's going to be really frustrating if they're all going to protest like it's going to be the protesting olympics and you might as well just cancel them please ioc come on man don't let my prediction fly in the wind let's go cancel them and i'll just leave you with a thought for the day uh social media thought for the day that uh, you take this home with you or uh you know share it with uh, share it with your loved ones uh, it's just a social media thought for the day a recent study found people who take their coffee black are more likely to exhibit psychopathic traits and people who order a quad shot non-fat vanilla soy extra foam light whip with caramel drizzle are more likely to be their victims good day <laughs>